Hello everyone, it's Pam, it's time to, <clears throat> excuse me, pull up a chair and chat. Um, it's Friday, and Gary's with me. Hi, Gary. Hey, Pam. <laughs> Happy Friday. Woohoo. Uh, All over the place. It's a little gloomy in the Palm Beaches today. A little bit, yeah. We saw a few hints of sunshine this afternoon, but basically a little gray. A little, little bit gray today, but you know what I really like? I like our our uh, virtual fireplace where on Prime, <laughs> where it just fills the screen, crackles like a real oh, fire. Oh, it looks just like the real thing, and and uh, even better, you don't have any cleanup. You don't have to buy the wood. You don't no. have to smell the, <laughs> the smell of it, but it, it's really kind of funny. I have several things to talk about with you do today. Do you? I do, and if you have anything, just jump in. Um... We, we just finished binging on uh, The Queen's Gambit. Yeah, you know, of course, we've heard a lot about uh, how good it is and, mm -hmm. and uh, how it's really been a hit on Netflix, so we finally got around to it. Yeah. And boy, I have to agree that uh, that actress is unbelievable. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I, I thought the whole ensemble, I thought everyone <laughs> did an amazing job in the production was authentic and and beautifully executed i thought oh it was amazing you know for uh, it really captured the 50s and 60s yeah so perfectly and i read where most of it was filmed in berlin it really looked cold i don't know if they were using filters but it did look very wintry yeah it did and um they said i guess since the since it's come out there's been a, a big boom in chest sales <laughs> they said it's like up, uh, you know, a thousand percent or something. Um, it takes patience to play chess. It does, and um, I, when I was younger, I was an avid chess player. I really enjoyed it. I loved playing with, especially people that were better than I was, because I learned a lot that way. And but it takes a lot of patience and to really be good. I mean, anybody. You know, you can learn the moves and play chess, but to really master, start to master the game uh, obviously takes a lot of dedication. You and I have yeah. been looking for a new game that I can play while having cocktails. It's chess not, and knits. Certainly not chess. We can't really find anything. That's, there are no decent games out there that are entertaining and, um, you know, don't require you to... Spend the entire night filling out forms and. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think too much, you know, when I'm right. playing just a, you know, just, just for fun. Entertainment game. Uh, yeah. You know, speaking of chess, I just remains reminds me of uh, the Steve McQueen scene with Faye Dunaway. Oh yes. <laughs> you know, I posted that before on on Facebook from YouTube. Because that's out there, and I truly, to this day, think that is one of the sexiest on-screen scenes ever filmed. It isn't graphic. It isn't over the top. It is just subtle, and yet not subtle. Beautifully, beautifully done. So sexy. I love that scene. I, I, now I'm gonna have to go look it up on on YouTube or watch the movie all over again because I really like it. And tell I, them the name of the movie. 
Oh, Thomas Crown Affair. Of course. Oh, Thomas Crown Affair. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, the original <laughs> Thomas Crown Affair. I like the yeah. second one too, because I'm. I don't think the second one didn't have a chess scene. I didn't think it did. Maybe I, it did. I, if it did, I don't. I don't recall. I think. Yeah. I, I think there were parts of it that were really, uh, you know, not that great. But. Uh, I'm going to go back and find uh, Frazier and his father's chess game. Oh God. <laughs> That is truly classic. I mean, that is just really, really funny. Yeah. If people, if you haven't seen it, if you're not a Frasier fan, go go to go to YouTube and look up Frasier Father Chess Game. Yeah, because it's <laughs> truly, truly. I, I just think it, it is. Uh, Frasier had some really good writers, really good writers, and and the concept of it was really spot on. I mean, it was just funny. But I do want to mention before we move on from. From that, from this topic of uh, the Queen's Gambit, we have a movie we love called Gambit. So yes, there was a, a kind of confusion about that. But anyway, the uh, there's an actor uh, that plays in it. He plays a, another kind of chess genius, a young chess genius like her. Um, that is, um, his name's Benny in the in the movie. And, and don't be off, but I kind of was about reading the synopsis of what it was about. I thought, oh, this sounds a little bit depressing. Uh, her her kind of storyline seemed depressing. It's like, I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to be depressed. And then couple that with chess. I mean, but when we started watching it, you, you couldn't stop. It was that way. But this, this young yeah. actor that plays Benny... <clears throat> I kept looking at him, and then I, I got on my iPad because I thought, I know that's, that's who this kid is. Because I hadn't really read a lot about the film, to be honest, other than the synopsis of it. But he was in Love Actually, one of my uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Uh, he played Sam. He played Liam Neeson's stepmom, as a uh, stepson in Love Actually. And his real name is Thomas Brody Sangster. S-A-N-G-S-T-E-R. Um, he was very good in, in both. I thought as a young child, he was very good in Love Actually, where his mom dies, and he's with his stepdad. He was played by Liam Neeson. Uh, Love Actually is really good, but the, as I said so many times, the scene with Emma Thompson, yeah, where, she, where there, she's brokenhearted by Alan Rickman's character in that uh, and goes in the bedroom and and they're playing Joni Mitchell. Um, uh, it, it's just it, it just it just tugs at your heart so much. It makes you so mad at Alan Rickman. It's like you horrible cad. But I miss him as an actor. He was so brilliant, such a brilliant actor. Well, and the the kid as a grown up in the, the Queen's Gambit looks a lot like Leonardo DiCaprio. He does, and if he didn't have that that little '70s or I guess late '60s uh, mustache, uh, he really would. Yeah. That that, that little stash. Uh, let's talk about some magazine covers real quickly. The Time Person of the Year, of course. There's a bunch of controversy about it. Lots of controversy. Yes. Uh, you know, Biden and, and uh, Kamala are the Person of the Year. Yeah, and people are mad. You know, they're mad about it. Well, I mean, you know, there. I personally, I really thought it might be Dr. Fauci. Well, that's kind of where people <laughs> are going with that. Not just him alone, but Dr. Fauci and the frontline workers. All the caregivers, yeah. Yeah, people are, you know, they're mad about that. I think 
the thing about Time Magazine is, is when they pick this person of the year, it used to be man or woman of the year, and then they changed it a few years ago to person, but it can be people that are that bring goodness and people that also don't necessarily bring goodness. But I think by picking the um, president and vice president-elect, they're trying to say, make a statement of where, where we need to bring the country together, and that is vitally important. So I, I get both sides of, of it, but uh, Trump was on the short list to be person of the year, did not make it, and however, at the same time, Time Magazine came out, the German magazine, it is the largest news magazine in Europe. Uh, also came out with their their person of the year. Did you did you see that? I did not see that. Yeah, their Spiegel. I'll try to see that. Yeah, I think that's Spiegel. right. Spiegel. Um, yeah, they picked Trump as the loser of the year, and they went into <laughs> detail as to why they did that. They had they had reasons that they posted about that, and so mm -hmm. he did make uh, he did make the cover of a magazine. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the pandemic and how it has changed lives. It certainly has changed ours. We talk about it all the time. How we, how we, how we adapt, do we adjust, uh, and all those things. Well, we were talking about it a little bit in the car this morning as we were going down to West Palm to do some things, and we we talked about you know kind of when we bought this condo where we are now that we've been in now six and a half years. It was just like. Quickity quick, let's get this condo, and then you know, six and a half years later, here we are. But our real purpose of buying this condo, easy breezy kind of place to live, um, was because it was almost like our landing pad. <laughs> it was kind of it was our home base. Yeah. Uh, you know, when we uh, expected we were doing a lot of travel, mm -hmm. and uh, this would be the place that uh, you know we would. Uh, recharge and come back to and do laundry yeah do laundry <laughs> catch up with our son our granddaughter yep. a little bit and and friends and eat out a little bit see what new restaurants are out there that we could write about and then off again and for in the six and a half years until 2020 that is exactly what we've done so we have had a very different kind of year it's it's uh none of the a landing landing pad. It's a it's, it's yeah. a stuck pad. But but that's okay because it's beautiful. We look out at uh, at beauty and we have friends that that are, are yeah. really great neighbors. So I'm not complaining. I'm just saying how when you have a plan, you don't know how that plan will actually go. So forget about planning. Don't even plan. But what's happening in in various places and maybe I want to talk about uh, Nevada. Uh, a source with, an, a, a direct, and this comes from uh, TMZ, 30 miles on, with direct knowledge uh, about these events, uh, what's been happening since the start, really, of COVID. But the recent surge in these outbreak cases has caused this to be much more hush-hush. Now, it's not so much hush-hush in Nevada about prostitution and and you know sex for hire kind of thing but it's gotten very very secret uh, and they were in contact with a, a sex worker in Nevada named her name is Alice Little and she looks like the girl next door the photo of her she looks like really uh, like a kid uh, 
She is a very popular prostitute, apparently, according to this story, uh, in Nevada. And in order to get to these underground sex parties, they are not following any kind of health restrictions, according to the sources. What they are doing, though, is they're being heavily vetted because they're afraid they're going to get raided and they're going to get in trouble for having these parties going against mm -hmm. the rules of COVID. So she was being very upfront about how it's all working, that in order to go to these sex parties, these underground sex parties, you have to contact, a, it's, 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 there, there's a system. You have to contact a, a known sex worker and pretty much the sex workers are being very particular and they are only hooking up, as it were, the, their known clients, their, their most favorite clients, the ones they really trust. And it is just booming. It is huge right now. And I don't know what to say about that because it's, it's very dangerous and very, very stupid. Well, probably part of it is that people are so bored and, you know, and oh, so yeah. starved for entertainment, yeah. and uh, that could be part of it. Yeah. And uh, I've also heard the same thing happening in New York. They busted a couple of uh, orgies and uh, sex parties in New York. Oh, well, that wasn't in this story. Yeah. Uh, this for, is West Coast. This is uh, uh, the underground, I yeah. guess, aspect of it in New York. and. Right. Uh, the police got wind of it, and uh, folks did get in trouble. They there. weren't. They didn't do the careful vetting. That no, I don't think they did. did the careful vetting. No, they were. I don't know if it was a swingers uh, thing or uh, something, but they wanted to just continue on despite they the just COVID. They want to keep keep things right? normal. Keep things in swinging their, in their abnormal world. That's uh, right. Uh, well, I thought what was funny about this is kind of the summation of court from Alice Little. Uh, you know, it's like. Oh, you know, we're having to do it this way, but normally these events would be run by totally hands-on by the brothels. So, you know, the brothels are, are, are kind of out of it hmm. right now. Um, let's talk about people being stressed and fidgety <laughs> during the pandemic. Um, the director of Dune, um, as well as Judd Apatow, uh, they're they're mad. They're mad about this HBO Max. Um, Warner, as you, I think I've talked about before, it has said they're going to dump all of their uh, 2021 movies. At the same time they're released at the theater, they're also going to be uh, dumped into streaming on HBO Max. All these people are they're livid about it. It really boiling it down. I read all of the just the uh, and it's too boring to even talk about what it really boils down to. Two things basically. One, and rightly so, they feel like being nestled down into your duvet watching your you know these grandiose movies on your iPad or your computer or even your big screen TV just isn't this, what they're meant to be. And, and I get that. There's some movies are, like uh, Queen's Gambit. Uh, you know, we watched it on our big screen mm -hmm. TV. Uh, no big deal. <laughs> but some of these movies are really made. They're blockbusters. They're really made to be seen on the big screen. And when people can stream them at home, uh, they're not going to go to the theater, even though they can. Well, um, obviously, I mean, I guess you've got an argument for that. Uh, they are the creators and the artistes, right. and they want to see their work presented in the 
best possible light. Yeah. Uh, but they are getting paid, you well, know, for their work. That's the other rub, though. They said <laughs> they said a big part of this when they released it at the theater. That's part of this minutia, this 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 oh, mind-numbing information. Uh, there are residuals that they get that these people for years to come rake in this money, especially on these these movies that do really well. It's uh, very complicated the way the money. Uh, is, is yeah, they had to recoup marketing, and they yeah. recruit all these costs, and, uh, you know, there's probably all kinds of tax implications yeah. about how they how they construct these things. And, really true, and that's why I said it's like, oh, it's, it's mind-numbing, uh, but it's kind of the same thing Paul McCartney said about listening to music on your, on your iPhone or any kind of smart device. He's like, we go to all this trouble to make these incredible sounds and this, it's, you know, this incredible music. And that's how you listen to it. And it just loses everything. And, and he's not wrong because when you listen to your, your phone, just like regular, um, you turn your music on, on your phone and you're not using a device like a, a headphones, very bassy headphones or a really great speaker. We do that at night. We hook uh, the, the phones up to, wonderful speakers that you really do get the sound uh, and but when you're just like if you put your phone down in the kitchen real quick doing dishes uh, you know loading the dishwasher it's very tinny it's very it's not that great so I get the artist side of it I really do so. yeah I mean you know I'm sure the studio executives would say you know fine uh, if you want to go and, and uh, form your own studio and create your your work and market it uh, we'd be happy for you too. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you know, we'll pay you for your work and we'll decide. And and uh, off you go. Yep. Oh, I, I, I want to wrap up with one more Christmas thing. For many years, I have loved getting the Neiman Marcus catalog at Christmas. It's beautifully done and it's crazy priced and everything. This year, the... Uh, they said they, they uh, unveiled their magical catalog. Uh, it's iconic. It really is. It's the 94th edition. 94 hmm. years of that catalog. Oh, Neiman's is in trouble. They, You and I have talked about it before. We talked about it together because... Long time, long, long time customer, loyal customers are we, and it's uh, it's changed a lot, and it, it just definitely has, and it's very sad to see. And the one thing that I do miss about being in Dallas at Christmas, you know what I'm gonna say? It's yeah, gonna, yeah. <laughs> it's going to the Zodiac at the at the original, the flagship store in, of Neiman Marcus in downtown Dallas. Well, of course. Uh... It all, all the changes, I guess, really started when Stanley Marcus sold it. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, when he was out of the picture, uh, and some conglomerate, whoever it is that owns it now, took over, uh, it just wasn't the same level of service. It really hasn't, and it has even gotten, oh, so much less. It yeah. Makes me, it makes me really sad. But what I want to, I want to say, the, the one thing I want to talk about from their catalog that is one of the gifts... And, and it's only, there's only one, of course, 
Um, it's talking, uh, it's a, a place you can go and visit in Alaska. It's called the Sheldon Chalet Alaska Experience. Oh, okay. And what that is, more than 70 years ago, uh, a pilot named Don Sheldon, Sheldon, D-O-N, uh, discovered this remote and magical location. He was actually mapping Alaska, and uh, he wanted to share this, so he built the historic Sheldon Mountain House. Uh, he built that in 1966, and then a new building was added by his children in 2018, and they used Don's original plans. Uh, it envisioned a, a bold monument, a haven with peaks just 10 miles from the Denali summit. So, what you can do, um, like I think six people can uh, purchase this, and the purchase price is a very reasonable $345,000 mm -hmm. to stay there. Oh, just you don't own it, you just stay there. No, you just stay there for a few <laughs> nights. Yeah, it's just a it's just a, a very few nights that you get to stay there. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it takes it, escapism to new heights. It says uh, it's up to five guests that Neiman Marcus is inviting to do this. Uh, you will Robert Sheldon will be on hand to discuss his family's trailblazing history, so that might be interesting. Now the the uh, the upside to the money that you have spent for your family to be there for a few days. Um, oh, this, I do believe, includes airfare, but <laughs> the Sheldon Chalet Experience will donate $10,000 to the Heart of Neiman Marcus Foundation, which supports the Boys and Girls Club of America. And Sheldon Chalet will donate $5,000 $5, to the Denali Education Center. And uh, that pretty much wraps up that one yep. one uh, big Christmas gift. Uh, sadly, I'm sure when they began to plan that catalog, they had no idea how difficult travel was going to be. I hope you uh, you're not uh, you're not going to ask Santa for a trip to Alaska, are you? You know, at this point, <laughs> just like a, a trip down to a normal Miami. To <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> you know. Uh, I but, think it may be out of my price range for that Alaska thing. Yeah, well, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, though, if you want, you can also view some of their things online. You don't have to have their absolutely beautiful, beautiful catalog. You can go online and check out some of their other things. That This is the first year that we have not bothered to get our beloved Pettifords. We get the Neiman Marcus um, from their Epicurean department every year at Christmas. There's nothing not like Neiman Marcus at Christmas. Yeah. Unless it's Tiffany. Tiffany does a really good job they of do, decorating. They do a pretty good job, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, you have a you have a, a job to do this weekend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I've got to uh, got to get back on, on the hand pies. Yeah. And uh, I've had a special request from uh, Arizona to do a video. Yes, you have. So uh, to our friends in Arizona, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on it. Yep, you're on it. So. Yep. Watch for that video coming soon. You get to watch the video, our our, our peeps in Arizona, and I get to eat some of those delicious oh. pies. I can't wait. 
All right, All let's right. get it going. Well, we appreciate you guys for being here. Please visit our website, NorthPineBeachLife.com. Gary keeps it up, as well as our YouTube channel by the same name. We appreciate you being with us, and we hope you stay with us. And that's a wrap.